Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we talk about when we talk about faith. Today's guest is David Rabin, CEO of the Greenwich United Way. The Greenwich United Way's mission is to identify unmet local health, educational, and self-sufficiency needs, raise awareness and support, and work collaboratively with community members to initiate solutions and implement programs that have a lasting and positive impact. We welcome David Rabin. David, welcome to Roundhill Radio. Ed, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, we're delighted to have this conversation. We're really excited to learn a little bit more about uh, the Greenwich United Way and especially one specific program. But uh, before we get to that, tell us a little bit about your work as the CEO at Greenwich United Way. What takes up your time? Well, for the last, let's see, 24, 25, almost 26 months now, Mm -hmm. where did the time go? I have been trying to raise the awareness of what the Greenwich United Way does, inspire people. Uh, we uncover unmet human services needs mm-hmm. in the town of Greenwich, and our priority areas are education, which we'll get to in a little while. We will. Self-sufficiency and health. Mm. So those three priority areas, we uncover unmet needs in those areas, raise awareness and support, and with in collaboration with a community partners, we come up with lasting solutions. And that's what we've been doing for 85 years. Mm, that's exciting. So did you find that as you started your work that the, that the Greenwich United Way had been kind of a sleeping giant and people needed to find a, a little bit more about it? Or That's a great question. And I'll, I'll answer it this way. I would drive by that building at the top of the avenue. Mm-hmm. I was in Greenwich, lived in Greenwich since 1984. I would drive by that building a thousand times in the course of whatever, a year, whatever. Yep. Never knew what it was. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I think it does. So when you say sleeping giant, I think there certainly is a lot of room for awareness raising yet to be done. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I certainly, in in getting to know you, have been really inspired by finding out about the work of the Greenwich United Way. And uh, one of the things that we really wanted to talk with you about on the program was this marvelous work that you're doing, specifically in the area of education. Mm -hmm. And Round Hill Community Church has gotten involved in that in a small way as well. But I wonder if you could tell us about how you came to this particular realization of a group in town that needed extra attention, and how all this unfolded for you. Sure. Well, let me thank Round Hill Community Church and its its uh, constituency as well for supporting the Greenwich United You're Way. You're most welcome. Our we pleasure. are very grateful for that. Uh, the, I think you're, I know you're, you're alluding to our Early Childhood Achievement Gap Solutions I Program. Am. And that is something that was uncovered, well, probably about a year before I even arrived at the Greenwich United Way. The board of directors uh, went through a strategic plan Mm-hmm. and came up with three areas that needed to be addressed to make a long, a much much longer story short. So early childhood was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, youth impact programming is our other direct impact program, and a technology solution called Human Services Technology Solutions, which will be our new community answers. And a lot of people in town know what community answer is. Community answers is. It's kind of sleeping right now, but we're about to launch that as, as well. We can okay. talk about that in another, another podcast. Sure. But right now it's about early childhood achievement gap solutions, which we are launching very shortly. We have raised enough money to fund the program for three years, which was our goal. 
uh, not to launch or do anything until we did raise the money, and now we did, and we are we are launching in and collaboration. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. That's and a again, huge effort. Thank you to Roundhill Community Church for your support on a couple of different fronts, for sure. Uh, we have uh, community partners involved in this as well, which our main ones are the Greenwich Public Schools, Family Centers, and the YMCA. Mm-hmm. Great. So how did you—this is working with a population that you felt is really at risk uh, in the town. And talk a little bit more about the, the children who are going to be impacted and how, how you came to the point where you saw this group as having a particular need to be supported. Mm-hmm. Well, research shows, Ed, that these children, these at-risk children, enter kindergarten way below their non-at-risk peers. Mm. That is data-proven. So what the program does is address those children in particular to allow them to enter kindergarten on a level playing field and stay there. And the, the financial implications, the, the life, better life outcome implications are for all these children are off the charts because this program is a, is a 35-year-old, again, data-driven, proven solution. It's just not in place here yet. I want to go back just to, to clarify about the level playing field. Uh, when children from this particular group, for example, find themselves entering kindergarten, they're not operating at the same level. And what does that mean? Where, where are the gaps? What's, what are, how are they behind? Yes, the, the achievement gap is defined as these children entering 26 to 38 points behind in math and wow. uh, math and English, math okay. and reading. So when they do enter kindergarten, they're, they're behind from the kindergarten uh, KEI, the kindergarten entrance inventory, I believe it stands for, okay. which is taken by every kindergarten student in October after they enter, mm. a month or so after they enter kindergarten. So they're significantly behind. And guess where they stay? Mm. All the way through, mm-hmm. behind. And I think we understand that being behind doesn't mean just staying even at a certain level behind. That gap grows wider and wider as the years go on. And it very well does, and it, it could and does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's the program look like? I mean, how does it work? It's a two-pronged approach. So you have, let me, let me, let me tell you this, a very smart person, a very wise person in this field told me once that the smart money starts at the beginning hmm. to address this kind of issue. Well, you can't start any earlier than birth. Right. <laughs> So this program targets birth to three, and that's called Parents as Teachers. That's the first prong. It's a a, a nationwide program, started in the 1980s in Missouri, I believe. Uh, There's a a nice, a real uh, cooperative um, faction of it in Connecticut called CONPAT, Connecticut PAT, Parents as Teachers. And that first prong is an in-home visitation program where, in collaboration with our partners, a, a a trained parents as teachers professional will go into the homes of these at-risk kids and mm-hmm. parents and improve their life outcomes with regular monthly visits. Everything's tracked. Everything, again, is data-driven, and all that research gets put together and tracked and um, aggregated. The second part is a is called preschool instructional coach. We, we, the Greenwich United Way, will hire a preschool instructional coach very shortly to insert into 13 at-risk preschools in town mm. for that second phase, that second prong, the, the three to five, the three to four-year-olds before they get to kindergarten at five years old. Mm-hmm. And it is proven that when a person, uh, 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 to, to enrich the curriculum, this person is going to enrich the preschool curriculum dramatically, and it's proven that it is eight times more effective to have a uh, preschool instructional coach go into the classroom and enrich that curriculum than it is to take that 
instructor out and send them to training somewhere else off-site. Okay. Interesting. So I think, particularly for part of this program, the, the, maybe the part that attracted us the most, uh, looking at, at how to fund this and support it, is this notion you've got this wonderful synergy between parents, the family, the child, and these instructors. And it is, was that especially attractive to you as well? Absolutely. The, the first part, the parents as te- teachers, it's, it's train the trainer. Mm. What better person to train a child than the parent? Right. But mm-hmm. the parents sometimes don't have the skills to do that. Mm-hmm. So this program certainly does that. Not only, and that is a four-part program. The parents as teachers has, has four segments to it. And one of them, one of them is parent life outcomes. And it helps the parent increase, you know, their, well, research shows that it helps the parents increase their income levels, increase the, mm-hmm. the, their whole life outcome, which trickles down to the child. Mm-hmm. And there's so much data to back this up. It, it really is, we're so excited the hair stands up on the back of my neck when I talk about it. <laughs> That's an exciting <laughs> thought. <laughs> Scary to see, but an exciting yeah. thought. So, What uh, little hair I have left, that is, by the way. <laughs> So, you know, from the moment that you and I had a chance to, uh, to meet, uh, I've been so impressed by your passion and your dedication, not just for finding, not only to find ways to grow the Greenwich United Way and strengthen its infrastructure, but also to reach out to children in, in this way, children and youth. And um, what would you say has inspired you most over the years to bring you to this point in your life where you have this great opportunity to encourage the lives of, of not only children, but especially through this program of children in, in our community. Right. Well, I come from a, from a big family, seven kids, and, and there wasn't, you know, we, we didn't, we weren't wanting for anything, don't get me wrong, but we weren't exactly, you know, the, the, the Rockefellers or however you want to put it. In fact, it would be quite the opposite of that. But one thing that my parents did show us and my grandmother who, who lived with us from the time my parents got married was a lot of love. Mm. And mm. to have, you know, not a whole heck of a lot material-wise and not knowing it, because mm. who knew? Right? We didn't know what we didn't have. Uh, and then you move to a place called Greenwich, Connecticut, and it's like, holy smokes, <laughs> right? So A brave new world. We who came here or were even raised here, you know, have inherited a place that is pretty special. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my goal is to make sure that I leave it much better than the way I found it. And let me tell you something, 35 years ago, I found it pretty good to be a pretty good place to live, play, mm-hmm. work, raise a family in. And, you know, my goal is, again, to, to leave it better than the way I found it. And, and you know, with through folks like you and support of like Round Hill and, and our board, our, we have a great board at the Greenwich United Way who, who is just so committed and, and passionate about what we're doing. That it, I don't want to say it makes it easy, but it, it certainly helps to have that kind of collaboration uh, toward a toward a common goal. So it must make you feel great to think, you know, uh, that here's one particular way where you can really uh, live that dream, and increase and uh, you know nurture the lives of people in in our community through this specific program. How many children would you say there are in the community of Greenwich who are at risk and need? the you know the support of the program that has been developed this particular program the department of human services tells us Ed, there's about 500 children in in this cohort that that needs this, this kind of help okay great so 
some of the, of course these children don't even know yet what's coming down the road that there's a really good thing that's going to happen right. and uh, they're going to be I'm I'm sure so inspired by that is there one person uh who's inspired you when you look back over the years uh that you know maybe did that for you in a in a way well i'm going to tell you a quote and then i'm going to tr- attribute it to the person <laughs> so the quote is it's only what you give away that enriches you from day to day huh and I can't take credit for it. I have to give that credit to my wife, Lauren Raven, who, ta- <laughs> who told me that quote a long time ago. And, and it's something that has stuck with me uh, in my head. And I actually think of it quite often. Hmm, that's great. What would you say is uh, the most satisfying part of your work? And maybe could, could you tell us a little something about the, one of the most difficult parts of your work? Well, to see the results of what we're doing is certainly important. Uh, you know, when you when you work every day to, to try and inspire people to to give money, you know, you know, my, my job is is to ask for other people's money mm-hmm. to put it into other people's lives mm-hmm. to try and make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to show you are making a difference, especially with today's data driven world. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is important to show we are making a difference. So it, it's to look at the things we have accomplished over the course of time, the lasting solutions that is part of our tagline, local insights, lasting solutions that have come to be over the course of time. And what I hope, and, and that's what the Greenwich United Way did for 85 years, all these great organizations and programs in town that have stood the test of time and are, you know, well-beloved agencies in town. Sure. And the list is on our on our website. So, you know, years from now, it would be to, to sit back and say, holy smokes, it was because of the work of, of you know, the Greenwich United Way during mm. this particular time with this particular board, with this particular staff that lifted these children up and above and over the things that, that they were facing to have them be successful. And, in, you know, with this kind of thing, it does take time to get the data because these are long-term uh, goals and objectives, certainly. But that would be something to, to sit back, you know, in my retirement and say, wow, these kids are now successful because of the work we did back in 2018. Sure. Yeah, it's exciting. So the program is fully funded for three years. Yes. And uh, we just are so excited to be part of it and so excited for you and to see how this vision will unfold. Now, you may have already answered this question with a comment that you made earlier, but we always like to ask our guests to offer a thought for the day. You've given us one. You've mm-hmm. given us, I'm sure, several in this conversation. <laughs> but is there, is there yet another thought you would like to share with us? Well, I may have jumped the gun on that one, so I apologize <laughs> for that, certainly. <laughs> but it, it, it would be that one. And, and it... it holds true in just about everything. It, it is only what you give away that enriches you from day to day. So thank you, Lauren Rabin, for that one. Thank you, indeed. Well, David, it's been a pleasure to have you here. We wish you blessings in every way, and we hope that you'll come back as this program unfolds so we can get more updates. Absolutely. Thank you, Ed. You're welcome. Blessings. Thanks for listening. Round Hill Radio is brought to you by the members and friends of Round Hill Community Church. You can find more episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and roundhillcommunitychurch.org.